Thank you, Lord. It's a good God. Think He can show us something new tonight? Think you can get something new from God? Glory to God. Glory to God. How many, many in here believe that your faith is at a greater level today than it was, say, two years ago? Right? So faith can grow, right? And faith can increase. And, and, and sometimes when, when, we, when we back off, our faith begins to shrink. Because if your faith can grow, it can also shrink. Amen? And remember God said, we're not of those who shrink back. We're not of those who shrink back. We're of those who grow and go on and receive. And, and sometimes we get to these places and, and, we, and we get to this point and we say, hey, my faith wasn't quite there. What's it time to do? It's not time to say, I just can't have that. It's time to grow. It's time to grow and to go on and to move on and receive. So if you're in here tonight and you've been believing for something for minutes, hours, or years, let's, let's get in receiving mode. Let's, let's expect to hear from God. Let's expect to receive from God because He's a good God and He's doing good things for us. Amen? Yeah. Amen. Look at Matthew 21. Thank you, Lord. Matthew 21, verse 22. It says, All things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing, comma. Right? A lot of times we put those together. There's a, there's a comma right there. Believing you shall receive. How do you receive? By believing. By believing. And, and that's why it's so important for the devil to get us to quit. What's he trying to get you to quit doing? Quit believing. Right? If he can get you, if he can get you to not believe or to become discouraged in any way, then he can get you to not receive. Because you receive what you believe. Amen? It, when, when we believe God is good, we receive of his goodness. The verse Kevin was talking about, uh, the, to, to, to not faint, but believe to see the goodness of the Lord here and now. Right? And, and that's, what he, that's what that verse says. It says, I would have fainted, but I believed. See, because if you believe, you don't faint. Believers aren't fainters. Amen? If you don't let go of your belief. You know, even if you get to a place... Where, 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 where it's hard and it's painful and, it's, and you're struggling, but you know that you know that you know God's going to get you through. I remember in, in, in the business, when I, when I was doing the business, and, and it, was, it was at its worst place, somewhere inside me, I just knew we were going to make it. And, and have you ever been to that place where you're like, I don't know how, I don't know when, I don't, I don't see any way, but I know my God's faithful and I know I'm going to make it. And, and, and you know where that comes from? It comes from that foundation that was put in all of us that we serve a good and faithful God, that He's never failed anybody nor will He ever fail anybody. Amen? And He's been there for you and, and, and our faith in Him is our step 
into the goodness. Amen. Amen. And what you believe is how you're going to how you're going to reach in and grab out. Amen. And, and what you know, if you think about, I was looking at a sign one time. I was driving down the road, and this was at, at a. I don't want to really call it a church because it really church would be a kind word for it. It was a place. And on the sign, it, it talked about faith, and it says, but you got to be rational. And that's not exactly how it read. What is rational faith? <laughs> There's no such thing as rational faith, right? Faith is saying unto the mountain, right? <laughs> be thou removed and cast into the sea, and believing that those, not doubting, but believing those things that you just said are going to come to pass. That's faith. It's not rational. If it's rational, you ain't believing. Right? Because rational things you can figure out on your own. But, but God gives us the ability through Him to believe for things. And people say, well, you just can't believe for healing and, uh, and God to take care of you that way. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. He, want, he truly does want us to be healed more than we even want it. Amen. He wanted it so bad, he took care of it in advance. Amen. Before you were ever born, he took care of your healing. And, and our believing to receive that is how we're going to get it. Amen. What, what, what looks impossible by believing comes possible. When we believe, it becomes possible. Look at Matthew 17. Matthew 17, start at verse 19. Uh, And if I just gave you the right scriptures, yeah. Yeah, this, of course, is where Jesus came down. And they were trying, the disciples were trying to cast out the spirit out of the boy. And none of them could do it. And the father said, can you help us? Right? And Jesus helped them. Right? And this is Matthew's version, which it's not the same as Luke's, but it's, it's the same. it is the same, just Luke's has a little bit more. And the disciples came to him after all that, and they, and they said, why could we, why could, could not we? That's, that, you talk about me talking bad. <laughs> right? That's backwards completely. Why could not we? Why could we not? Why could not we cast him out? Amen? And Jesus said, because of your unbelief. You know, and, and that's, that's as simple as it is right there. Why could I not do this? Because of your unbelief. And people say, well, I was believing. If, first of all, if you have to say you were believing, there might be a chance you weren't believing. Right? Because if you have to convince me, you're not very convinced. Amen? And you know what? You may have been believing all you knew. You know, there's a time in our life where we believe as far as we can. And that's where we're at. But, but if you got that faith, here, here he goes. They, they, because the reason they couldn't cast that one out is because of their unbelief. He didn't say you were completely faithless. He said because of your unbelief, you couldn't do that. He said... He said, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed. And what's he saying? Not just the size, but it's a seed. It's small, yes. What's he saying? You don't need much. You don't need much. 
But if it's like a seed, it's increasing. It's increasing. It's growing. He said, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you'll say into this mountain, remove fence, hence, remove from here and go to here. Sometimes me and King James, our tongues just won't lock. Amen? Remove from here and go to here. And nothing shall be impossible to you. He's not just saying it, 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 it will be where it can't happen. He'll, he's saying that in your heart, you'll now know you can do anything. If your faith is growing, then impossible becomes possible. And, and you'll still run into impossible, but your faith's growing. So impossible became possible impossible became possible why because i got faith like a seed and my mustard tree's growing and it's getting bigger and i'm going from this level of faith to this level of faith and i'm going from this level of faith to this level of faith and nothing shall be impossible to me why because i'm going to continue to grow amen if we're going to continue to grow the things that look impossible how do you think david did it right he had a lion he had a bear he had a giant. None of those were impossible to him. But would the giant maybe have been impossible before the lion and the bear? He was growing. He said, what did he say to, what did he say to the giant? He said, the Lord delivered me from the lion. He delivered me from the bear. He'll deliver me from you. Amen? It, you want to look at past victories. You don't want to live in past victories, but you want to look at them. Why? Because they're, the, they're, they're, they're what you stood on to get where you are today. Amen? You're believing for healing. Well, it's something you hadn't believed before, before, before right? Well, He healed you from this, right? He, he got you to here. He healed you from this. He kept you back from that. He can get me through this. What's He saying? Well, if this wasn't impossible, then this that looked impossible now is possible. And I'm going to keep taking you from the impossible to the possible, nothing will be impossible for you. Nothing. You'll look at it and you'll say, that's possible. Amen? Isn't that what, isn't that what Caleb and Joshua did? Caleb and Joshua, they went to the land. They saw the same thing. They saw the same giants. They saw everything. But what they say? They said, the Lord says it's ours. Their defense is down. Let's take it. Why? Because they had faith. It wasn't impossible. The others rebelled against the Word of God. Huh? They, they had religion and fear have to change what God says to do what they do. Amen? And literally in, the Young's, uh, in Psalm 107, verse 11, it says they rebelled against the Word of God. In the, in the Young's literal, it says they changed the saying of God. And that's what you got to do. You got to actually change the saying of God. Why? Because if you go with what He says, let's go get it. If we go with what we see, it's impossible. With God, it's possible. With man, it's impossible. Amen? And He's saying, I want to take you over. I want to take you through. I want to, you know, people say, well, why can't I just live in peace and just have everything I want, it, that, then you wouldn't be an overcomer because you'd never be overcoming anything. Right? That'd be like saying, why can't I not lift and be strong? 
Well, you can't, right? You can be what you are, but you're slowly getting weaker and weaker. If, if you're growing in faith, you're getting stronger and stronger, and nothing will be impossible to you. And, and that's, that's what he's trying to say in these verses. He's saying, he's saying if, you just have, if you just have faith like a grain of mustard seed, not only the size, but the seed. Because if it's seed, it'll grow. If you sow it, if you use it, if you, if you put it in the ground, it'll begin to grow. And what looked impossible a year ago, that's why I said, how many think their face bigger today than it was? Why? Because you used that grain. You used that mustard seed, and it grew, and it came up out of the ground. It popped and spread the dirt, and it popped up. And then a year later, it was this big. And two years later, well, they said later, what, a mustard seed becomes one of the greatest herbs in the garden. Amen? And that's still comparing it to our faith. In our faith, our believing is what decides what we receive. Amen? People say, well, I, I believed I received. I mean, think about the verse we just started about. When you, when you stand praying, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm quoting Mark 11 and I'm talking about Matthew 21. It says, all things whatsoever you ask in prayer, believe you receive. Amen? Believing you shall receive. You ask. Did you ask? Yeah. Did you believe? Yeah. And then, then the next question people ask is, did you receive? Well, I'm waiting. That's, that's not a... No. If you received, you have it. If you received, you have it. People say, well, I can't lie. I don't have it. If you received, you have it. You see, nothing becomes impossible. You have it. What? You already got it. It's not impossible. You got it. It's yours. You have it. People say, well, I'm waiting on the manifestation. No, it, that's an excuse for not having it. <laughs> what do I say then? I have it. Are you healed? Yes. You don't look healed. I'm not looking at what I look like. It doesn't say, believe you look like you receive. It says, believe you, believe you will receive. Right? It says, believing you shall receive. It doesn't say you might receive. It says, if you're believing, you shall receive. And see, when we shall receive, that's when we change. Because we're no longer wondering if we have it. If you're wondering if you have it, you didn't receive it. Right? Remember Brother Hagin's story that I've told a couple times now about when he was young and he, he had the... The, the stroke or something and his face fell on one side and God told him he said just go to your pastor have, have, him, have him anoint you and pray over you and you'll be healed he said okay and he did it he walked out his face looked exactly the same people said oh, I guess you didn't get your healing he said yeah I just got it yeah. right walked out later in the day and they said uh, it doesn't look like you got your healing he said yeah I got it back when my pastor prayed for me what's he doing he's not changing the saying of God He's not changing what God said. And, and, and later that night, oh, I see you didn't get your healing yet. No, I received it back when, when, I, when my pastor prayed for me. Face still looked the same. Next morning, he gets up, face is fixed. And they said, oh, looks like you got your healing last night. No, he said, no, I got it when my pastor prayed for me. What's he saying? That's when you receive it. If you're believing, you received it. Amen? And it's not time to say, well, you know, I'll get it soon. You know, you could be recovering, but you're getting better. 
Amen? Nothing wrong with recovering health. But if you're recovering health, you're getting better. Right? Make sure it's not an excuse because you're not receiving. If you're not receiving, what else are you probably not doing? Believing. Right? I'm talking to me as much as I'm talking to you guys. Right? Everybody follows the same God. What is impossible to you, you'll never receive. What is impossible to you, you've already received. Or did I say backwards? What's impossible to you, you'll never receive. What's possible to you, you've already received. Right? That's what Jesus said to the, to the boy's father. He said, he said, if you can believe, if you can believe, all things are possible. What's he saying? When you begin believing, you'll see this different. This won't look like the giant it looked like before. Because we're not, you know, again, we're not looking at this rationally. You want me to talk to the mountain and it's going to go from here to here. That's impossible. Exactly. But in faith, it's not. When you're in faith, the impossible becomes possible. And it's no longer, that's an incurable disease. Oh, look how long I've had this. I, we can't, I can't get rid of this. No, it doesn't matter what it is. When you're in faith, you can receive your health on any level. There, the, your God is never smaller than your problem. Amen? And as long as he's bigger, the giants aren't bigger. Right? What, what, what they did was they shrank God down. And when they shrank God down, it shrank them down. Why? Because they're God's who told them what to do. And so now they look like grasshoppers. And they're not following God at all. And so everything that God told them to do and gave them the power to do became impossible to them. All but Joshua and Caleb. And Joshua and Caleb still believed God and got theirs later. Amen? Why? Because they weren't going to quit. Why quit? I'm not, why change the saying of God? There's no reason to change the saying of God. God said, by whose stripes ye were healed. To change that, we'd have to say, well, not, yeah, but not this. You know, you don't understand what this disease is. You don't understand. Well, the doctors said this. You know, I love doctors, and I'm thankful for them. There's, there's lots of things in my life that I've needed from them. There's, I'm glad they were here when we were going through some other stuff. But they're not my final authority, neither were they then. Amen? And God used them, and I'm thankful. But even when, they're, even when you're going to a doctor, don't let them change the saying of God. Amen? That, that, that's when you've got nothing to believe. Once you change the saying of God, you have nothing to believe. You, you're, you, we are in trouble once we, once we do that. Amen? Amen? Glory to God. Go to Matthew 9. Were we already in Matthew 9? Oh, were we in Mark 9? Where were we? Matthew 17? There we go. We'll go to Mark, Mark 9 then instead of Matthew 9. Thank you, Lord. 
Matthew, oh, I didn't give you a verse, did I? 22. This, this is where he's talking to the dad. And he says, cast him, oft times it casts him into the fire, into the waters to destroy him. But if, but if, and see, the minute you use an if, God, Jesus already knew he wasn't in faith. Why? Because he said if. Yeah. Right? Anytime you go to God and say, if you can do something. Right? You know, remember the leper. He said, if it be your will. That's a totally different question. He's, not, he's in faith. He just wants to know if it's his will. How do we know he's in faith? He got healed. Right? If you receive, you believed. It's the only way to receive. If you received anything, you received it by believing. Amen? We don't, we don't have to question how somebody received something because they had to believe to receive it. That's how you receive. Amen? And, 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 and we know the leper. He said, you can heal me if it be your will, if it be your will. And he said, it is. You Be healed. And how do we know he's healed? It left. He got well. Amen. 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 And, and and those are things that he didn't say. He didn't say if you can heal me. He said, I know you can heal me. I'm just not certain of your will. The minute we cleared that up, faith became perfect. And when faith became perfect, receiving became easy. Why? Because now it's not impossible. The only thing that made it impossible was his uncertainty of God's will. That's why the devil wants to confuse the body of Christ about God's will to heal. Amen? That's why Brother Moore has a huge long series and a book to help keep us convinced. I'm convinced more and more every day that it is God's will to heal. Amen? And so the Father said, if you can do anything, if you can do anything, have compassion on us. And, and, of course, asking Jesus for compassion, I mean, that's like the, asking the ice cream man for an ice cream cone. You're getting one, right? Because he is love in the flesh. Amen? And he said, have compassion on us and help us, verse 23. And Jesus said, if you can believe, let's change the if. It's not if I can do anything. It's if you can believe. If you can believe, all things are possible. Not just this, but all things. And of course, the dad, he straightened it out. I believe, help my unbelief. Right? Well, what do you need from me? I believe, help. I believe, help. I'll take, I, I need it all. And obviously, Jesus healed, the, the boy was healed. So he got it straight quick, right? Why? Because it'd be the same thing to us. It's not a question of can God, it's not a question of will God. It's a question of can we? Can we believe? And the devil's going to do everything he can to get you to quit. Yeah. He, he's going to get, try to get you to the place where you cannot receive. And the only way he can do that is get you to quit believing. Whether, you know, because you've got people that, you know, it took, it's, I've been believing for a year. What were you going to do if you weren't believing for a year? And if you say that, were you really believing? Right? And you could have been, but you just quit. Right? People don't like that. But when you begin to question God, 
right? When it, when it, when it, when it comes off of you and onto him, you're no longer in faith, because because that's what he's trying to do. That that's his whole goal. Look at that verse that we were talking. Uh, Psalm 27. Psalm 27. Verse 13. power of God's present in here to heal tonight. Anything you need, reach out and receive. Amen? Physical, spiritual, anything you need, by faith, receive. Amen? You don't have to leave here with it. Well, I'm going to leave, but I I might still feel bad. didn't ask you how you're going to feel. Feeling is not receiving. Right? If you're waiting for how you feel, then you're not going to receive. Right? You could do that at home by yourself without God. You could wait until you feel better if you ever are going to. Right? Or you can believe God and receive and feel better. Right? But, but you can't wait till you feel better to receive. Amen? It, you know, it's not rational, guys. And the minute you try to get your head involved in it, your your faith will, will it'll it'll be backed off. Why? Because you can't get your head in it. That's why he said, "Don't doubt in your heart." It doesn't matter if your head doubts; your head's never made to believe anyway. There's no one that believes with their head. Nobody in the whole universe believes anything with their head. You believe with your heart, the same place God believes. Amen. You believe with your heart. And that's why he says it's so important not to doubt in your heart. Don't doubt in your heart. Believe. That's because you got to believe there. You don't want to corrupt what you're believing. Amen? Don't doubt in your heart, but believe. But this, in, in verse 13, it says, I had fainted. In other words, I would have fainted. You all would have fainted. I would have fainted. Everyone would have fainted. If they had not believed, if you received something from God, it's because you refused to quit and you refused not to believe. I'm going to believe no matter what. I'm going to get it. Think of the lady with the issue of blood. Twelve years, she goes to all the doctors, spends everything she has. No better. In fact, is she's worse. She gets one earful of Jesus. And her faith comes up. And she's got a word. If I can but touch the hem of his garment. Twelve years. She was already past the point of whining. She could have whined and everybody said, yeah, you have the right to. Twelve years, that's a long time. Yeah, you should, you should, you've got a good complaint there. You should, you should file that one. File that complaint. Yeah. There's no time limit on receiving. Why? Because you received when you believed. So you're, not, you're no longer in time. Why? Because you already received it. Amen. It, 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 You've got to get out of your rational because if you received it, you're no longer thinking, when will I have it? You're expecting it. Amen. If you received your healing, you're now expecting your healing. Amen. When, when, I, when I go to Taco Bell... And I go through the drive-thru, right? And I say, I want the number three and a couple extra tacos with that, right? 
And they say, would you like a drink with that, sir? And I'm like, no, I'm going home. And they give me the amount. I know I got the money to pay for it. And I go to the window. And I'm not sitting there going, well, I sure hope I get this. <laughs> and that's a, that's a natural look at it, but that's so often what we're doing with God. We're, we're asking, and He's already said you can have it, and it's His will, and I want you to have it, and, and, but then we, for, we forget to expect it. Why? Well, then we weren't believing in the first place. If you ask something, ask believing. That's what he said. When you pray for something, when you ask, ask believing. Don't ask and then believe. Ask believing. Anything you ask believing, comma, you shall receive. This is just truth. Anything we ask for believing. And I'm not talking about crazy stuff. Well, I am to the world. The world says, you, you just asked to be healed from cancer. Yes. Right? Why? Because he can do that. Not only can he, he did it. Amen? I don't, I don't have to test him to see if he can. He did. Amen? And, and when I know he did, I know he will. And when I know he will, I know I have. Amen? And, and, and once we know we have, we can pull up to the window and wait. You know what that word wait means? Expect. To expect. What did he say? I would have fainted had I not believed to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. I'd have fainted, but I believe so much in how good my God is and the good things he has for me that I refused to quit believing and now that I've believed, I'm going to wait. I expect to receive what I believed from His goodness. I've already received it. Amen? And, and, and it, it's not just your health. I mean, you're do, everybody that's ever been saved is doing this right now. You're doing it. You've already believed for the hardest thing. Right? You believe... That when you leave this earth, you're going to heaven now. And you refuse not to believe that. The, I'll guarantee you, the devil has tried to talk everyone in this room saying, what about this? You know, what if it's not true? Are you sure? And what do you say to me? Oh, I'm sure. Why? Because you've already received it. You're, you're in no doubt that you're going to heaven when you, go, when you leave this earth. The same blood, the same Jesus that did this is the same Jesus that healed your body. He's the same Jesus that delivered you and from the captive. Whatever, whatever held you captive, he, he pulled you out of it and puts you somewhere else. Amen? And, and, and we no longer have to be prisoners. We're, we're set free. We're healed. We don't have, you know, the, the, the lady with the, that was bowed over. 18 years. 18 years. And what did he say? He said, be loosed. Be loosed. You know, looking at that, I think it's good that you go to church. How many people did it say he was in the synagogue and he taught? 
and there was a lady that was bowed over for 18 years. And of course, the, the uh, Pharisees didn't like it at all. But what was Jesus getting ready to do? He said, come up here. People say, well, did she have faith? Well, one, one of the things, 18 years, she kept going to church. Yeah. Right? Did you know that people that blame God for stuff rarely keep going to church? Right? When it's God's fault, you slowly slip away from him. Why? Because he failed you. In your mind, he failed you. He didn't. But in your mind, why? Because now you're rational. Right? And you're no longer believing to see the goodness because what you saw is what you now believe and now all things are impossible. I can't get to it from here. But this lady, she went to church. 18 years, she's in synagogue. I don't know what day that was, Saturday, I guess. <laughs> now their clock works. Right? But they're in the synagogue. She's there. And he says, come here. <laughs> you know, I'm convinced that religion believes that when Jesus speaks to something, that you have no control of what happens. Like, he's, he said, be loosed, and she just couldn't help it. She jumped up. No, she had to choose to stand up. Amen? It's like the, the, the man with the withered hand. You know, Brother Morris talked about it before, stretch forth your hand. But, but the key to, you know, I think if religion had that to write, they would say Jesus said, hand stretch forth. That's what religion would say. Because they believe because he was Jesus, and, and the guy goes, oh, oh my gosh, my hand just stretched forth. He knew it was going to stretch forth because he stretched it forth. Why? Because all things became possible when the saying of God came in his ears. And what, what was not possible for years and years now was possible in this moment of time because Jesus said, stretch forth your hand. And he went, glory to God. Amen? And, 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 and those things happen, and, and, but we have to do our part. If you believe, move. If, if, when, when, he said, when, he, when he told the guy to get up, arise and get up off his mat, he could have said, mm, I can't do that. Why? Because he couldn't before. But when, he, when Jesus said it, faith was there to receive, and he immediately got up. Well, he can't do that. Yes, he can. Because the impossible just became possible. Amen? There's no cure for the common cold. The impossible becomes possible. Amen? There, there was a cure a long time ago for the common cold. It was called Jesus. Amen? There is a cure for every sickness, every disease, every, everything that would try to bind you, everything, anything that would try to take away from you, Jesus. That, that is the cure for everything that sin brought into the world. He cured it. Amen? And it doesn't matter how impossible it looks now. Why? Because He made it possible. He made it possible. And, and, and you know, it's not always popular even amongst churches to believe that... <laughs> It's not popular to tell people they were in unbelief. You know, Brother Moore's got a series called Real Faith. And I'm convinced every person that thinks they know about faith should listen to that before they go on into any faith. Amen? 
Because there is a real faith. And real faith really receives. Amen? How do you know real faith? It works. <laughs> Amen? I mean, think about well, the, um, the blind man. He said, he walked up to Jesus and he said, he said that I could have my sight. You know, I want to see. And Jesus said, do you believe that I can do this? And he said, yes, Lord. And Jesus touched him. He received his sight. How do we know he was in faith? He received his sight. How, how will you know you're in faith? You'll receive. Right? If you prayed and didn't, and, and I'm not saying you feel different. I'm not saying you look different. I'm not saying you received. You now know it's yours and you refuse to let go of it. Amen? Receiving, you, it, you, didn't rec- you didn't get it because you received, or you didn't get it and then receive. You got it. You received it. And now you got it. How it looks, it's, it's, not, it's not in question. When your hearts receive something, you're at the window waiting. Number three and two extra tacos is coming out. <laughs> Amen? Why? Because I ordered it. I expected it. Amen? And, and that's what he's looking for. He's not looking for this, for this fake thing that says, Lord, anytime you get to that point where you say, I just know I'm believing. What else do I need to do? You're not. When we say that, we need to say, Lord, help my unbelief. Humility would say, God, I know it's not you. What if Brother Moore would have walked in this bedroom that day and said, you know what? I know it's not, not me, me, Lord. You, you're not blessing me like you should. You know, he talks about how he learned about Matthew 6:33. What if he said that? He'd still be believing for finances. <laughs> right? Glory to God. Oh, this is way bigger. I've only gotten through half of a page here. Thank you, Lord. Whew, Matthew 9. This is what I was just talking about. Talked so much, I made my nose run. Got to breathe too, right? You breathe when you talk. Never forget that. <laughs> breathe in, breathe out. Glory to God. Matthew 9, what did I say, verse 28? When he was coming to the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said unto them, Believe ye that I'm able to do this. And they said, Yea, Lord. Now, you could back up, and you've seen a lot of people say, yeah, I believe. But the next verse tells you that they believed. Amen? And it's not because, it's not just because they saw, it's because had, if they hadn't believed, they wouldn't see. Amen? And, and people say, what do you mean? They received it. When he said, do you believe I can do it? They said, yes, Lord. And, accord, and then he said, he touched their eyes and he said, according to your faith, according to what you believe, receive. According to what you believe right now, receive. What's it say next? And their eyes were open. Glory to God. They didn't even know how to see. Right? 
They didn't know how to see. Now, blind Bartimaeus, there's reason to believe that he could see at one time and then went blind and then, then got his sight back because the Young's literal says he literally asked, can I have my sight back? These, these I don't think they'd ever seen. It's kind of like the guy at the gate called Beautiful. He'd never walked. Well, it's impossible then. Not only, even if you made his legs strong, he doesn't know how to. All things become possible when you believe. All things become possible to receive when you believe. Amen? You can grab hold of them and you can have those things that God had for us all along. Stuff that he's wanted. He, he died. He paid for on the cross. He paid for on the whipping post. He paid for these things for us to have them. If, if you've paid for it, you ought to get it. Amen? And he paid for it. What if, what if I paid for something for you and you say, well, no, I, I can't have it because i got to pay for it. Well, if you have to pay for it, you ain't never getting it. Jesus paid it all. He, he made a way for us to receive everything he has, and it was by believing. And he said, if you can do it, if you can only believe, you can have, not, well, nothing, he just said it, nothing will be impossible to you. And so what will happen? You'll come to this, this stop in the road, and you'll say, yeah, I can believe, and I receive, and you receive that. You come to the next thing and it looks a little impossible, but wait, your faith was growing because you went through this and you got over that and now you're up to here. Oh, that's possible. It's the David syndrome. Lion, took care of him. Bear, no no, no contest. The Lord helped me. He wasn't proud of himself. He was pleased in God. What did he say? He said, the Lord helped me with the lion, the Lord helped me with the bear, and he's going to help me with you. Amen? What's he saying? I believed God here. I believed God here. And I believe God here. That's what he's saying. Don't quit. Don't just, don't just get enough. Get more than enough. Amen? Don't, don't, just, don't just stop and say, well, I got healed from this. That's good, that's good enough. No, go to the next. There, there's nothing you can't be healed from. There's nothing you haven't been healed from. There's nothing that we cannot overcome by faith in God. Amen? Matthew 8. I'm going backwards. I'm, I'm going all the verses after I, after I talk about them. Might have to do something different, huh? When we're in faith, nothing looks too big. Amen? When you're, when you're in faith, nothing looks bigger than your faith, than your God. Why? Because that's why Jesus said, he didn't say have faith in faith. He didn't say have faith in, in my ability. He said have faith in God. That's what he said. He said have faith in God. If you have faith in God who created everything, your faith is in the biggest thing there is that you cannot get something bigger than him. Amen. And so the next thing the devil's going to try to do, he's going to try to get you quit different ways. See, you didn't get it. You prayed. You believed. You don't have it. If you know you have it, you can't even hear that. If you know you have it, 
If you know you have it, even it doesn't matter what you feel like. It doesn't matter what the doctor said. It doesn't matter what the banker said. It doesn't matter what your neighbor or your good friend said about their mom doing it and never it didn't work out for them. It doesn't matter. When you believed it and received it, you have it. Amen? Amen. And, and people are trying to receive when they don't feel like they have it. you got to receive, and then you'll feel like you have it. Amen? It's not rational. But if you receive, you'll feel like you have it. Even if you don't have it in your hand. Amen? Lord's helping us tonight. Thank you, Lord. Where did I say to go? Matthew 8, verse 2. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, If you will... You can make me clean. Got a lot of ifs there, but these are answerable ifs, right? And 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 he got the answer. The, the, you can give him a lot of credit because not only did he get the answers, he didn't have any more questions, right? Sometimes we ask God something, He answers us, and we come up with, well, but if that's true, what about this? Well, if that's true, what about this? Well, if that's true, what about this? And God's like, you ain't believing. And they, he said, if you will, you can make me clean. That's a pretty good statement. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him and said, I will. Be thou clean. How do we know the man was in faith? Immediately the lepers, leprosy was cleansed. See, the world and the religion want to attribute, the world doesn't want to do anything, but the religion wants to attribute, attribute that to being Jesus. But Jesus worked according to his faith. The only problem his faith had to start with was he didn't know the perfect will of God. Once he knew it, his faith became perfect. Amen? That's what we have to... We have to know in our heart that it's God's will that you be well. And and, and, and the devil said, yeah, but you had to do something to get sick. Quit thinking about that stuff. Right? How you get well is not figuring out how you got sick. Right? That might be how you stay well. But do that after you get well. But we sp- have you guys ever done that? I don't know how I got sick. And, and I spent two days trying to figure out why, how I got sick instead of two seconds getting well. It's a distraction to believing. And, and what, what, what the devil wants you to do is be so distracted and so, so aloof over here thinking all these stupid things that you don't even believe for what's already yours. Well, I wonder what I did. <laughs> you, you lived in the world, right? You, you walked through the cow pasture, you got a little something on your boot. Good news. Jesus wiped it off. Amen? We don't have, we, we know, if, if we know it's His will, if we, if we know it's His desire and, and, and we can believe, then we can have. But we don't have to wait to receive it till we feel it. If you'll receive it, you'll feel it real quick. If you wait to feel it, you may never receive it. Right? 
It's like a tongue twister night, isn't it? (laughs) Glory to God. But he's helping us. He's helping us. Thank you, Lord. And, and you know, one of the big keys is is what we started with in that verse in, in Psalm. I had fainted. I would have fainted. But what's going to keep you from fainting? Believing. Believing in the goodness of God. Believing He wants you to have that goodness, that you can experience that goodness, and that He had that goodness for you. And then you receive that, and then you have the goodness. So you mean I get the goodness and I receive No, you receive the goodness, then you have it. You've never had anything you didn't receive. Right? Right? If you receive it, you have it. When I'm sitting at the window, my my my, lick, my lips are getting I'm getting I'm I'm ready. I'm getting a taco and the burrito. I, it's coming. Well, I've already received it. I know it's coming. I'm not waiting to receive it. I've already received it. When I grab the package, is just proof that I already had it. Amen. Amen. God's God's goodness it's it, it, it's for us. It's around us. It's in us. It's it's over us. And and our experience of it is as much as us grabbing hold of it and and saying, "I receive that." I receive 1 Peter 2.24. I receive Psalm 107.20. I receive Proverbs 4. I receive of the goodness of God. He says I'm well. He says I'm prosperous. He says, and I'm not changing the saying of God. I'm going to live in the saying of God. I'm going to grab hold of the saying of God. And my faith in the saying of God will help me to receive. Amen? Don't make receiving after seeing. Receiving comes before seeing. Amen? Receiving comes before seeing. I know people in this room that received before they saw. In fact is, it was months before they saw the results of what they received. Amen? Well, they'd already received it. They had to see it. If you've received it, you will see it. Amen? Abraham received Isaac before Isaac was born, before Sarah was pregnant. Why? Because how do I know? Because it says he believed God and it was accredited to him righteousness. So I know that he received it because he believed God. And if it says he believed God, he already had it. Amen? And, and for us to, to receive, it, it, it's, a, it's a matter of us refusing to quit. It's a matter of us refusing to listen to our heads. It's not rational. But, it, but it's heart knowledge. It's heart truth. How many know when God says, I got something good for you, you can bank on it. You don't have to wonder if it's going to be good. Right? Say, well, I want to ask God, but I just don't know if I'll get something good or what I'll get. You, you can't get anything but good from Him. That's right. You can't, there's nothing else you can get. It's, it's when we seek everything else that we not don't get better but only grow worse. Because when we hear that word from God and touch the hem of His garment, then we receive what we believed. 
And then the issue of blood dries up. Right after she received what she believed. Then the, then, then the issue of blood dried up. Amen? I don't know where to stop, but we're going to stop somewhere right now. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Voice you're helping us. Isn't he good? Thank you, Lord. And the power of God is in this place over the Internet in Sarasota to heal. To heal. If, if you're, if, I don't care if you're dealing with a sore toe. Have your healing. Receive it. Receive it. Let, let it be, okay? Let, let that be what, what you receive tonight. If you, if you don't receive, say, I don't like the way he's dressed. I don't like his boots. I don't, he talks funny. Receive your healing. Amen? I don't care about all that. You'll like me later. Receive your healing. You, you can have it tonight. There's no reason not to. Believe it. Take hold of it. And don't let go. The only, thing that ha- the only thing the devil can try and get you to do at that point is to get to let go. And he'll try that in your head. Amen? Glory to you, God. Well, we're going to still stop somewhere. Thank you, Lord. Well, we never did look at the lady. Luke, Luke 13. Verse, verse 10. You know, one thing about it, um, and, and, and I'm not telling people to go to church, don't go to church, but if you do look at this, Jesus healed people in meetings on mass scales. There, there were people healed outside of meetings, don't get me wrong. But he healed people. He went to whole cities. You know, the only place he couldn't heal some, some was when they were full of unbelief. Why? Because you can't receive when you're full of unbelief. Unbelief can't receive. You have to believe to receive. But, but, but over and over again, he was in the synagogue teaching, and there was a lady. Right? There's a lady. She'd been bowed over. Spirit of infirmity. 18 years. She's well past the time. She, right? You can whine after 10 to 12, right? You know, I know Christians that whine after 10 to 12 minutes. So I said, I go to synagogue every week. Do you know that this lady, they said, of course, they were mad at Jesus, and they said there's six days. So if there were six days for 18 years, they had 5,616 5, days approximately to heal her. Jesus took, what, 10 seconds, if that? I don't think they planned on healing her. <laughs> I think I think that's just an excuse, but Jesus didn't like that. Behold, she'd been 18 years; she was bowed together and could no wise lift herself up. So she's not just going to church; she's she's having to struggle to get there. How I many know that's not easy? You're walking like this; that's not easy. And she's going to synagogue, and she's there. Good place to be. Good place to be. Good to be in church. Good to be around fellow believers. Good to be where God needs you to be. You know what you can't receive? Where God's not. Or where He didn't send you. Why? Because you changed His saying. 
You know, a lot of people say, well, I can get it this way or I don't need to do this. I don't got to go there. You know what you got to do? You got to do exactly what God says to get what you... to. Why? Because you can't believe anything else. If you can't believe anything else, you can't receive. Amen? Verse 13. Did I, I didn't finish 12, did I? And Jesus saw her. He called her. And he, called, he called to her. And again, she has to walk to him. She's, she's walking boat over. And he says... Woman, thou art loosed from this infirmity. What did he do? You know, when he opened the book of Isaiah, he said, I'm here to set the captives free. That's just one of the things. She was captive. And he even says it in the the next, to the the, uh, Pharisees. He says, shouldn't this daughter of Abraham, who's been held 18 years by this, shouldn't she be healed? Sure she should be. Why? Because that's what God does. You know what her part was? Stand up straight. Why? She was loosed. You don't have to be over. You don't have to be bent over anymore. If you were like this, and something was on top of you, and they lifted it off top of you, oh yeah, you'd be a jack in the box, right? That's what God wants for us. He wants for us to receive that easy. He wants us for us to receive like, like the man at the gate called beautiful. And when Peter and John said, such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And, and they touched his hand. They didn't lift him up. They lifted like this and immediately he, he leaped. It doesn't say his legs leaped and he didn't know what was going on. Oh no, my legs are leaping and I'm walking. No, no, that's what religion believes. He received a healing. And when he received it, immediately his legs became strong and they got knowledge of how to walk because he had never walked. It wasn't just the miracle of strengthening the legs. It was the miracle of standing up and walking. And then he was leaping, walking and leaping and praising God. Walking. You guys know the song? It's the old Bible school song. Amen? And that's what our God wants for us. Presence of the Lord is here to heal. Amen. The power of the Lord is here to heal. Stand to your feet. You know what our part is? Believe and receive. Amen. And then if he tells you to do something, do it. If if, if, if you're like the man with the withered hand, stretch forth your hand. If he says... Don't don't copy. Listen. You got a lot of people copying. They said, "Well, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, he's not here. If he wants you to touch the hem of something, he'll tell you what to touch the hem of." We're not copying. We're getting a word from God. Amen. Get a word from God. If he says run, run. If he says jump, jump. If he says tap your head and rub your tummy and jump at the same do it amen receive believe and receive you know the answer to all the questions yes yes I ask yes I believed yes I received amen so then you don't have to if somebody says well you don't look like you received you say well We're not going by what it looks like. I received on Friday night at 8.01. And I have my healing right now. 
got a song? I 